0: And now your host, pastor, author, and motivational speaker, Dr. Tiffany Watkins.
1: Hello again and welcome to everyone to Taste the Tidbits. I am your host, Apostle Dr. Tiffany Watkins. We are glad that you have joined us again today for our podcast, and we know that your soul has been blessed because you continue to come back over and over again to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. And for specifically this month, as we talk about singleness at the holidays, and so we are just thrilled again to have Sister Marcy Taylor on part two talking about how to deal with the issues of singleness during the holiday times, and so we are glad to have her on again uh, three days before the new year. How are you doing again, Sister Marcy? I'm doing great. Good, good. And so we're just going to get ready to go ahead and Uh, get started with our questions again, because we have some tasty questions that we want to ask and just really get into that some of you have asked about that we want to address. And, uh, Sister Marcy, first of all, we were talking about enjoying our singleness, but what are some of your thoughts about online dating? We didn't get on this last week, but what are your thoughts about online dating for Christian singles, especially for those who feel like, you know, there's not enough enough men available in the area because I know, or not enough women available in the area because I've heard this complaint before. So how do you feel about, or what are your thoughts on online dating?
2: Um, For me, I choose not to do online dating, but I have, had friends that it worked for. Um, they have found the one. And then I've had friends that say the person they found out was, like, obsessive, crazy, didn't feel safe, you know, and they would never try it again. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, I just feel like for me, I would say it's not for me, not online dating. Well, Right,
1: and you know I've had the same um experiences with some people that I've known that um have actually gotten married, and they were both christians and um they met on through online dating and you know she was kind of shy about telling me at first because she was letting me know you know pastor, I got married and You know, one of my spiritual daughters, uh, and she was like, I had got married. I said, well, that's good. And you could tell they really enjoyed the relationship or whatever. I said, well, how did you meet them? And she said, well, it was through online dating. And she was kind of scared Mm -hmm. at first, I guess, to see my response. I said, well, if that's the way the Lord had it for you, then that's good. And so I believe you have to be led by the Spirit again. You know, regarding yes. online dating, because there are some people out there that are just out there for money, you know, and some of these yes. online dating services, depending on where you're going on, and I don't want to name the online services, you know, but yes. for some of them, they're just, you know, like I said on last call, just booty calls. I hate to be like that, but, you yes, know, they, they just are. hook up, Amen. you know, and you just hook up and just... Mm-hmm you know, be with that person because I've had people to tell me, you know, pastor, they just want to be, you know, have sex or, you know, this and that and the other, you know. And so it really, they didn't really want to get to know me. They just felt there was like a hookup. And so I've known people that have, you know, experienced that. Yeah. And so. pretend uh, to be a
2: Christian.
1: Uh-huh. And pretend to be. Right. Right. And so you have to have, if you're going to online date, you need to have strong discernment. You need to be prayerful. Uh, You, when you're online, you know, dating online, you need to make sure that if you're going out with somebody that's online, you need to make sure that, you know, you let your family know, you let friends know who you're going with. You need to have all of those things taken care of so that they can know where you're going, what's going on uh, to protect yourself and to be careful, you know. And I would even recommend even if you're going online dating that you find somebody that can maybe do a double date with you. While yeah. you're going to make sure that everything is good, because you don't know who's on the other side of that computer. You know, I'm I'm one of the ones I used to watch. uh so you know, Investigative Discovery, and so sometimes I watch how you know a lot of people have been dating online, and you know, it turned out horribly. But there are times and a lot of times where it does turn out well, but you have to be prayerful. You have to have your eyes open and you have to be discerning. And when you're first starting out, I would recommend that you have some, maybe a double date where you're going with somebody um, because they could possibly discern with you and help you to discern. So just be prayerful when you're doing that. You know, yes, like I said, the I wouldn't, you know, I'm not going to say I won't ever do it. With the help of the Lord, I won't ever do it. That's what I'm saying. But as of now, I choose not to, you know, because I feel like that's not where I'm being led to do it. And so I encourage those that are doing it. mm -hmm, I'm encouraging those that are doing it to just be uh, spiritual with it, be discerning with it, I should say,
2: and just make sure that you're being careful with it all at the same time. Yes, I agree with I like how you said being led. You know, right now I'm not being led to do mm-hmm. online dating, but you're not right. excluding, You're not saying not to do it. You know, I like that.
1: Right, right. You know, um, because some clearly some people have met their spouses online, but then there are some that have met people online and they've gotten married and are in relationships where they're being abused, and you don't want that type of situation. And so just be prayerful. One thing I know, if you have the Holy Spirit, if if you pray and you tell the Lord, Lord, show me, he will show you if you want to see it. Um, and so you have to be prayerful. And we talked about this on the last session, that if you want to know and you're in a dating relationship, then pray and answer, Lord, Lord, is this the person for me? Lord, I'm dating online. Is this person right? Because we all really truly have that inward ability to discern between good and evil. And we will know if we are praying, if we are seeking, if we are asking. The Bible says ask and it shall be given. Seek and we shall find. Knock and the door shall be opened. so if we ask, God will let us know if we're willing to hear and have ears to hear. So I encourage you to keep your eyes open as well as your ears open if you decide to do online dating. Amen.
2: Amen. I agree. Uh Uh-huh.
1: All right. So what are three things uh, you think you should find out, you know, while you're dating, Sister Marcy, you
2: know, or that you think you should find out? um, Three things that I would ask. If I was dating someone, I want to ask them first about their beliefs. Um, I think asking about their beliefs is very important Mm -hmm. because if you believe in God and they do not believe in God, that can destroy a relationship. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A lot of times we do not talk about, you know, religion or what we believe or what this person may believe. It's because we kind of just don't, we feel like it's it's going to hurt the relationship. But as my bishop, um, Bishop Clark, he has always told me, you know, Marcy, when you start dating, the first thing you need to find out what they believe in. You know, if that's that right. In, you know, something other than you believing in God. You know, if they worship in the devil or, you know, Buddha, Muhammad, you know, different. You know, everybody has, I'm not against anybody's religion or what they believe in, but as a Christian, I want my husband to believe in God, Jesus Christ, you know, um, because I don't want to have to have that affect our relationship later because we didn't discuss it
1: right and because you're unequally yoked you could be unequally yoked, yoked spiritually you know if you believe in your ancestors and all of that i don't i don't i don't believe that so we can't you know we can't agree with that and so it would not work you have to understand and know what would work you know there was um one like you said with uh, there was a muslim i knew this uh, lady she was um a christian and her husband was a muslim but before she married him you know she was warned not to marry him because if she married him, he would have she would have problems. And she was like, "Well, you know, that's the risk I'm willing to take because I'm in love with him, you know." And they ended up getting in the relationship and ended up getting a divorce because so many different things had transpired within the marriage. And so you have to be on the same common ground when it comes to religion. You you have to agree. How can two walk together unless they agree? And if you don't agree with your religion, then um, it will hurt you in the long run. Especially, you know, a lot of times, and this is one thing I want to say too, is that, you know, when we enter into relationships, where you are may not be where you are five or six, you know, years down the line. What you make and take now, you may can't take later, especially as you grow in your relationship with Christ. And so that's why you need to have your relationship with God even now to be able to hear so that you'll know, Lord, is this the one that I'm to be with? And he'll tell you no or yay. You, you, it doesn't take a rocket science. Like, and, and a man will know if that woman is formed just as much as a woman will know if that man is formed. But we have to be willing to accept that's what God wants. It was, I think it was like, um, Sister Marcy, it probably was about uh, maybe a week or two weeks before my wedding when I was supposed to get married. And, things transpired and the Lord allowed things to happen where, you know, I was not able to get married. And if you want to know more about it, again, you can look at my book, The Lonely Heart, and it'll tell you about it. But, you know, I could have looked at the embarrassment of everything and say I'm just going to go ahead and get married anyway, but I didn't want to do that. You know, I just had, I had, thank God I had enough money to pay people back, give them their money back and, you know, apologize to them. But, for the sake of me, for the sake of them, we just had to move on because it just was not going to work and it was not God's will and I saw down the line later that it wasn't God's will and so you have to do what God's saying to do regardless of our plans because his plans are better than our plans and so that's a
2: good thing. So is there anything else
1: that you you want to find out when you're dating someone?
2: Yes. um, Their relationship with family, um, their mom, their dad. Um, We have so many uh, relationships where maybe the husband didn't have a good relationship with his mother or his father, and I feel like if he doesn't have a good relationship with his mother, that means that he's not going to have a good relationship with me. He's not going to take care of me. You know, a man that loves his mom, you know most definitely he's going to love you. He's going to cherish you. He's going to protect you. A man who has a relationship with his father he's going to be a good father to your children. Um, he can, you know, he'll be uh, that support, you know, in your life and not just think everything should be brushed under the rug or you'll be okay. You know, ha- that man has some kind of compassion. Mm-hmm, hmm So we need to know how he how he treats his mother. That's so true.
1: That is so true. Any other any other ones, or those are just the main two? Um, I would say
2: this one, and it's kind of funny because my dad always, he will always ask this question, and he will ask me, you know, does this man have a job? You know, what is his occupation? What is he working on? <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, you need a man that can provide for you, not that you cannot provide for yourself, but now that you have a husband, um, you know, because my dad is like that, you know, so he expects, you know, the man that I date that he can provide you know, um, take care of his family. You know, I'm not having to get $10 from my dad or $20 from my mom, you know. So he wants to make sure mm-hmm. that that man can, can provide for his family. You know, you have so many men now, they're working on a job. You know, um, I'm in between jobs. You know, their post might say, um, you know, self-made, self. you know, I need to know <laughs> accurate information. Right, You know, be clear about what you're saying to me Um, because I don't need someone just sitting at the house while I'm at work. That will not work. I'm going to tell you that right
1: now. That will not work. (laughs) (laughs) That will not work. That is, like, uh, very high on the list. I should have said that when I was talking about love, God, go to church. Yeah, that next one you write. Sister Martha, um, of course, you need to definitely have some income coming in, legal income. I say yeah. legal income coming in. Legal. Yeah, <laughs> some legal yeah. income coming in, and you are working, uh, and and I'm going to make sure you know, and that's what, and and women that are looking for men for that, then you need to be making sure, and I'm not talking to you, Martha, but I'm taking talking to the women listeners, we need to make sure that we're bringing something to the table as well. We, our credit yeah. don't need to be jacked up. You know, we don't need to have, yeah. where well, we can't even get bubblegum on credit. You know, our credit yeah. needs to be Talk good. We need to be working on our We need to be working on what, you know, that's the problem right there because we're trying to so busy trying to go in and out of relationships, in and out of relationships that we don't take the time to build who God has called us to be and build our wealth so that when we come into a marriage, we're bringing something into a marriage and not just trying to take everything from a marriage. And so that's one of the things that we need to be focused on. And that's one of the things that I've um, been focusing on, you know, is that, you know, So that when a man finds a wife, the Bible says he finds a good thing, not a headache. Yes. He don't find not a headache. headache. <laughs> he finds a help meet. He finds someone that is helping him, you know, not someone that yes. is just a I hate to say this, but we but we keeping it real, but a gold digger and yes. just want somebody to be yes. that prince in charming armor shining armor that just come and rescue you out of everything. But you yes. he, he he needs somebody that can compliment him just as well as we um, complimenting him and he's complimenting us. And you can't do that if it's unequally yoked in finances. So if you know that your credit is not good, don't say, well, when I meet my husband, he's going to get me out of this. No, get just start working on your credit now. Start working on these things now, you know. Start getting these things online now, and I'm very I'm a very sickle for that, you know, because at one time I had gotten in a situation a long time ago where my credit had was not the best. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't the best, and I had made a determination that I was going to build my credit back up to, you know, excellent because. You have to have excellent credit because when you come into a marriage, y'all both want to be able to purchase that house if he doesn't already have it. You know, you don't want to make him feel like he's already burdened down before he even get into marriage. You, we should come in together, building the marriage together, and that's one thing that I'm a stickler for.
2: Yes, I am to build together, <laughs> not just one side. He got to do this. You know, I'm expecting him to do it because that is um, it's not reality, you know, um, that you should expect and to do everything. Um, there's, there's That's why we are a help meet. You know, um, we are there to help. You know, if my husband is, some, you know, he needs help with this or that, I should be able to have something to add to that. Um, it's just like how God does to us. He adds to us, you know, mm-hmm. um, to what we already have. He adds to what we already have. And that's how we become that Proverbs 31 woman. You know, um, that's so good. and that's how we become an excellent wife. You know, um, you keep the business of your husband. You know, um, you do things. You you know, if your husband has a business, you're there to help him, you know, operate that business. You're still taking a part in something. Right. And that's so true.
1: And so it, we have to come in with the same mindset that we're coming to build one another, not take from one another. Even though we yeah. will draw strength. But we're coming to yes. build
2: together. Yes, we yes. Because I hear a lot of women. We <laughs> a lot of women. We got to get out of. Um, and it, and it makes me sad to hear when they say, you know, you know, my husband gonna do this or that, or my husband gonna buy me this, my husband. And I'm like, you can buy yourself those things before you meet your husband. Right,
1: right, you know. right. right. And that's what I always um, let the, my women know. Even at my church, you know. Um, you should already be able to do certain things for yourself to where you have a certain standard so that, you know, when that mate comes in, that he knows you have a certain standard that because God loves us and God loves them. He respects us as queens and he respects them as kings. And so we should already be, if we have a relationship with the Lord, he will take care of us until our mate comes. And we should not be so needy. You know, most men don't want needy women, you know. it's It's challenging because they don't want real strong independent women, but they don't want needy women either. they want kind of in between a lot of them and so you got to you have to know how to be balanced, and that's one of the things that yes, we have to work definitely. on so while we're trying to be lonely instead of being lonely, we need to work on us like we like you said in the last segment. We need to start working on us and to get ourselves together so that when the time comes, who knows you may be that millionaire before he even comes, you know. So, or you, this man, if you're listening, you may be the millionaire before she comes. But it just is a balance. And we have to have that relationship with the Lord because we're talking about, this is a Christian podcast, we're talking about having a relationship with the Lord. No, we're not being too deep and spiritual, but we're just speaking according to the word of God and how we should live. And that's just one of the standards. And when you said that, one of the things that I wanted to add that, you know, course they got to be saved you know do they love ministry you know and this is my thing because of me being a pastor you can't just come to church on Sunday you know um, and expect me to be okay you know and that's just me and that's just one thing that I have and so everybody has different things that they can and cannot deal with and I said this in the segment I think with Pastor Williams as a pastor what do I look like being in church and my husband is never at church that just doesn't make sense you know so there's certain things, that, and you're not coming to please me, but you're coming with your relationship with the Lord. And so that means that they have to love the Lord. And the final thing I thought about was, you know, what are some of their plans and goals? That's something you should know in, in the dating stages. What are their plans and goals? You know, we as women, yeah. we love to talk, 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 but sit back and listen to what their plans and goals are, and that can kind of give you a direction. Even is, is this any of this uh, connecting with my spirit? And what God has said that is supposed to happen, you know, and God will speak if we are listening and if we are praying. And a lot of times if we hear the heart of the man, we'll know if this is the direction we should take. What do you think about that?
2: Yeah, I think, um, and that was something I wrote in my notes, that interest, um, what a person is interested in, you know, their interest, you know, it's okay to, Talk about, you know, tell me how beautiful I am. Okay, that's something I already know. You know, and God, Uh he's already told us all these things. You know, I need to know, you know, what are you working on in your life or how do you see things this way or that way or, you know, what was the last book that you read? You know, I want to know more than just that I'm beautiful. You know, um, we got to get far from that um, as women. You know, we we like compliments. Men like to be complimented. But um, as Christian women in God, that's something that we should already know because God has already told us those things. With me um, being a woman that I am in God, you have to come a little bit different than that. You know, um, I need to know more. I need to know a little – I need to get a little bit deeper than just that uh, you cute, you fine, you're beautiful. You know, you get tired of hearing that same old – it's uh-huh. like, you know, you know, and so you just – it's just you get, Let's get to the root of the matter.
1: We need we need a little bit more yes.
2: spirit, you know.
1: Yes. <laughs> you yes. know, I want to hear the things, you? and I love those when things. And you,
2: prayed, know, prayed, you know, did you pray today? You know, uh-huh.
1: Right. Boy, I stepped into that, you know, in a couple of relationships, man, you know. Um, how's your spiritual relationship, you know? Everything else would be good on the other end, but then the spiritual relationship needs to come up. And I'm not saying that you got to be all damn perfect because nobody's all damn perfect, but we should be yeah. striving towards perfection, and we should be getting yeah. there. But like you said, it's it's more than physical. I believe that's what part yeah. of the main thing you're saying is yeah. more than just physical. It's there's physical yeah. and there's spiritual, and the two go together, you know. And so a lot of times we have been in the body of Christ um Weighing and leaning more towards the physical instead of the spiritual, and I'm looking forward to yes. the day, and I know there's a time coming where God is raising up holy singles that stand for holiness yes. and righteousness. He's raising up singles yes. that are wanting to go yes. in forward. and forward in God. He is raising yes. up singles that are wanting to build. Yes god's kingdom on the earth those are the type of singles that god is looking for um and as he looks for those singles he will join those types of singles together and they will be powerhouses for the kingdom of god and that's what i desire that um as we get ready to go into 2021 that the lord begins to uh draw more singles back to the church and have our minds on one accord to build the kingdom of God and that more will begin to join together no matter what statistics say because statistics say that there are more women than men. But guess what? In God, God can find you the right mate regardless of the statistics. And so as yeah. we are praying and believing God and we're holding fast to the word of God, he will line you up. So I encourage those that are even listening on the line to just continue to hold out and trust in God and God will, um, show up for you. I believe that with the help of the Lord, you know, there was one thing and I'm getting to my next question. You know, my overseer, um, before she passed away, my overseer used to say highly anointed, highly sexual. And I couldn't figure out, I'm like, what is she talking about? Highly anointed, highly sexual. And, uh, I realized when she was talking about that because there was a lot of people that were very anointed in God and they could prophesy, they could preach, they could Mm -hmm. do all of this, but behind closed doors they had issues with their flesh, you know, and uh, issues with their um, sexuality and issues with those types of things um, where they truly loved the Lord but had problems in the flesh. When I was growing up young in Christ, that was one of my issues when I was growing up. You know, I love the Lord, but I wanted that intimacy. I wanted to have somebody. I wanted to be yeah. with somebody. She always talked to us and tell us, you know, when you're anointed like that, you got to protect your anointing because, you know, you're loved, lo- you know, you love more, you know, and if you're preaching yeah. and you're doing all of this and all that stuff, then, of course, you're going to have the love of God and people are going to be drawn to you, so you have to know how to put all of that, you know, under the subjection to the Holy Spirit. And so I finally understood what she was saying. And so then when you know what your triggers are, you got to protect your triggers. And so that you won't fall into something that you don't want to be in. And so what are some things that, you know, we could do or for the listeners that are listening on the line? What are some things that they can do to keep themselves holy before the Lord um, and celibate until their mate comes?
2: Because this is a big challenge, even in the body of Christ. It It is, Apostle. It's a big challenge. Um, I would say staying connected to someone who is, like you said, you had your overseer there for you. Um, you know, staying connected to someone who has been through that situation before,
0: you know, mm-hmm. being
2: connected to someone who is seasoned. I'm not talking about, and, and don't get me wrong, some people get me wrong when I say a baby in Christ. We all have been babies in Christ. But then Paul said there's a time when we are to be, you know, take on the meat, you know, uh, of the word of God, and we're able, you know, to get more strengthened in the word and be able to take some things and get through some things. Uh, You don't want to be going to someone who just started in the faith. You want to, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, confide in someone who has gone through these things and had to face uh, being anointed but highly sexual. You know, um, dealing dealing right. some things under you know, um, and didn't have at the time didn't have that uh, the resources or communi- uh communicate being able to communicate with someone without being judged. You know, um, so and that—that's the, that, the key without being yeah, judged. Without being judged, and that's why we have highly anointed Christian singles that are highly sexual is because they feel like they're going to be judged. And so the issue is never dealt with. And uh-huh. so then it's hard for them to keep themselves able to keep um, and to stay holy before the Lord. Um, and so we just have to be more, like you said, we know that um, prayer is there, um, but we also have to stay away from negativity. Because if I know that going to out with certain friends, um uh, and I know they're going to be doing some things that I know is not right, then I know I need to stay away from that group of people. Right. Doesn't mean that I just exclude myself or isolate myself away from them, you know, like, oh, I'm all this and all that. But in order to stay safe in this time, there are certain places, Apostle, we can't go. There are certain people we can't associate with because we'll find ourselves, like you say, in that state of um, being anointed but then yet being highly sexual. Right, because, right. Yeah, this isn't things that we shouldn't be.
1: That's so true. That is so true. And I think one of the things that we talked about too before was that you know you have to watch, and this was on a couple of podcasts before. Watch what goes through your eye gate.
2: Yes. Yeah. You know what are we
1: seeing on TV? You know what are we what are we allowing to get into our spirit? Um, because yeah. that is very important. You know, because if you're watching something very sexual, then your hormones is going to cut up. Let's just be for real. It's going to cut up. Say that again. And so you, yes.
2: <laughs> so so you have
1: to be so yes. careful. You have to be so, so careful because that's just the way it's going to be. You have to watch what you listen to because I'm telling you, you listen to those songs. Like, that song, yes. I can't think of who sings it, um, but I've heard the kids sing it. They play it all the time, um, Tease Me. I don't remember who it was by but they they play that song and that's a very sexual song and I'm like you listen to that you know what's gonna happen. You are gonna be in the bed with somebody and you're gonna mess up and you know, it becomes yes. a cycle. And so you have and to that's watch way, you know, yeah.
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's another open and so you, door, like you said. Yeah, that's an open door. Yeah. Yes, and so you have
1: to be very careful with that and you have to watch what goes through your eyes and what what you're seeing, and, you know, especially if you know somebody from the past that you've had past sexual relationships and there's still a feeling there, you need to avoid that because you don't want to find yourself back in the sheets again and you don't want to find yourself back um, no. in sin again, especially for someone where you know that y'all had a very powerful relationship together then you have to continue to avoid that and cut that off. If it's not God-ordained for you to be married, um, then you need to cut that thing off because you don't want any familiar spirits coming
2: up and and hindering you from the move of God. That's so true, Apostle, because I remember, and this was years ago, and I was just, you know, trying to get myself together, and I – you know, I love God, but I still had struggles, you know, and different things. Mm-hmm. And to mm-hmm. see, the mm-hmm. enemy, you know, the enemy know which way to come for you, which way that to get you, you know, um and, and see, no one had talked to me about any of those things. And, you know, so I had was went to sleep, and, and I was in this dream, and, and it, it was so real, you know, this dream. It was just I was with this person, and all this things was going on, and I was like, oh, God, you know, I jumped up out of my sleep because in the dream, it was so real, you know, and I knew that I was saved, and I knew that I loved God, and here mm-hmm. it is, and when you're in a dream, it's real, you know, and right. I, I just – Jumped up, and I was like, oh, my God, no, but I knew then what God was telling me is that I needed to pray more, and I needed to fast more, or I was going to fall. You know, I was I was going to get myself in some trouble, you know, and so God was warning me. He was sending me a warning mm-hmm. that I wasn't where I need, you know, I needed to to really start praying more. And so I jumped up, and I got on my knees, and I will never forget, and I just began to pray. And I was like, you know, in the name of, you know, I began to rebuke that dream, you know, that the enemy had tried to come for me, you know, while I, you know, he will try to come for us too when we're sleeping, when we're rested, you know. And so he played this 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 whole vision of, you know, of me with someone, and it was, you know, it, it will happen, you know. And so you have to be prepared for those things uh, because the enemy does not care about us. He does not care at all. Um, huh?
1: That is so true. And so we have to guard our spirit. That is most yeah. important. And you have to really guard your spirit and you have to protect your spirit. You know, and one of the other things that I talked about in my book, The Lonely Heart, and you, can, like I said, Um, especially when it comes to your hormones, because I have a lot of young girls and, you know, and women, you know, especially when you have your hormones raging, because mine rage, I'm a pastor, and it rages. It's going to rage. I mean, you're human that's biological. So what do you do about that when those things happen, you know? And so one of the things that I mentioned in my book, I said there are several things you can do in order to channel your feelings. You have to channel your emotions. You can exercise. You can pray about something separate from what you're feeling yeah. or you can do anything else that will take your mind off of what you're feeling at that moment. But make sure whatever you choose yeah. is constructive for you and, and it's not destructive. Mm-hmm. And I also said you gotta min. you also have to mentally see yourself releasing your feelings onto God. You have to understand that sexual feelings that are very heavy on you are not permanent and they will go away. You know, but you know yeah. And they may come back again, but God will get you through that day. There have been some times where I'm like, Lord, I just want to be with somebody. Lord, I just wish I had somebody. Lord, yes. and we go through those things, you know, that's yes. just human, you know. But yes. I don't, at what cost do you want it? Can you wait to the one that God has for you? And so you just have to be constructive about how you deal with the uh, your flesh. And sometimes days are going to be harder than others, and but you just have to know that the Holy Spirit is with you. And you have the Holy Spirit there to help you get through it. But for those that are on the line, because I know some of you are on this and you know, I keep falling, I keep messing up, it seems like no yeah. matter, I try to ask the Lord to help me and I cannot get out, I've been there before, we've all been there before, what you have to do yeah. is to know that God has not left you, he has not forsaken you, as long as you continue to hold on to God's hand, as long as you continue to acknowledge him in all your ways, he will direct your path, and if you believe that God is a deliverer, he will deliver you out of that situation, you don't have to stay where you are, God can and bring you out because there's an anointing and a call upon your life to do greatness. And, you know, I've learned one thing about the trick of the enemy, you know, in past times when we've fallen, you know what, the devil will beat you up, beat you up, beat you up. You don't want to pray. You don't want to do nothing. You just feel like God is just like a spirit of condemnation comes upon you, and that's what the enemy wants to do. He wants to send a spirit of condemnation to get you out of your true call and anointing and what God has called you to do. And so you have to begin to say to yourself, I am an overcomer. God, you've given me the overcoming spirit to get through this. But you have to walk through it and walk through your deliverance. Talk to someone, like Sister Marcy said, that can mentor you through the process, that won't condemn you but will yes. help you through it, and that's not so holy not to understand because Jesus himself is mm. even touched with the uh, feelings of our infirmity. And so he yes. understands but it's just our choice to be able to be willing to get out of that. And so I encourage you guys to know that God is with you. And before we go, Mrs. Marcia, you know, one of the statistics, and when I was talking about earlier, the statistics, yes. statistics shows that the church is mostly made up of married people. We talked about that earlier. It said 60% compared to less than half in a wider society. Furthermore, research shows that young people are most likely to leave the church around 25 years of age, and it is mostly mm-hmm. women who, re, re, who will return to the church single. So how can we encourage the singles when it seems as if there is not a lot of options out there for us?
2: Well, first we have to, as singles, um, you know, like you said, sometimes it is what it is. You know, it's either we're going to go forth in God or we're not, but we have to continue to serve. Um, I think a lot of times we're not even um, open enough to be involved in community. They keep ourselves, you Mm -hmm. know, um, Mm -hmm. busy, you know, busy in ministry, uh, making the most time of, uh, you know, uh, most time out of what, you know, and growing in our relationship in God. You know, we need to make this time the most important. Because when you get married, you're not going to have this time that you have now to, to be with the Lord. You know, Paul talks That's about right. it When you're single from when you're married, he gives both examples. Of, because when you're married, you're going to think of the things of what? Being married, taking care of your husband, taking care of your family, taking care of your children, you know. And then when you're single, your mind, sh- it should be set on just pleasing God because you have the time now to do it. You're, you know, this is the time of you, um you know, praying, um you know, your relationship with God. You are worthy, you know, knowing that you're worthy and you're valuable, and, you know, um, and our lives are meaningful, you know, in God. He loves us. Like you say, he loves us. He cherishes us. So um, we just have to get into using this time now because when you get married, when you're single, you know, the way you think of you want to be married. You know then you have married people wanting to be back wanting to be single <laughs> right they, again because now they see the benefit of being single, but they didn't see the benefit of being single when they were um you know being married, you know I mean when they were single, so it's like vice versa, so knowing that I know that I just need to spend more time with focusing on the time of god i I heard a man of God say um that his wife was um she was in a room praying, you know, and, you know, praying in tongues and probably, you know, and he was hungry. <laughs> you know, right. like, <laughs> you, know we, you know, he said, I knocked on the door and said, baby, when you coming out, you know, when you single, who can tell you to stop praying? I can pray anytime I get ready to. I can walk through the house and pray. I can pray. and my, I can go wherever I need to, to pray. I can get up at 3 o'clock in the morning and start praying. Who can tell me that I can't pray? You know, or that would be uh um uh, that would you know wake up the family or wake up my husband. You know, so um you know it's a time and place for certain things. But still, then again, when you're married, you you don't you can't just pray. Your husband, you know, he wants to maybe sit and watch a movie or you know, but you're in the room praying. <laughs> Oh, so he yeah,
1: want to be I intimate. He, he might want to be intimate. Yeah. He's like, okay, it's time for you to yeah. stop praying and have a business, you know. Yes. You know, I've heard one of the Christian women say that before. Uh, uh, she was a pastor, and she said, you know, I was so in the spirit. I had came on this fast. I went on a fast and was, you know, praying for the Lord, and I was telling my husband about, honey, you know, um, the Lord said this, the Lord said that. He said, well, you off this fast now, so it's time to take care of me, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you. Know, when once yes. you get married you have to understand it, that 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 is part of your assignment and nothing's wrong with that. But you have to understand like Paul said, like you said, we we have to enjoy. We don't take the time to really God, I want this time, and that's what I told the Lord, Lord, I want to take this time to experience everything that I can in you so when my mate comes, I've experienced a part of you that I probably would have never experienced before, um, but I can bring that to my marriage as well, you know, and to know that God, I've done all that I was supposed to do as a single and then when it's time for me to get married, I will do all that I'm supposed to do for my husband and for you, Lord, to serve as a godly wife. And so we need to learn it is a gift to be single. It is a gift to be married, whichever state you are in, unless you got into something that God did not ordain. <laughs> and so we have yes. to begin to get if we got into it and it wasn't God. But if we are in this state of singleness,
2: then we can enjoy it like never before. Yes, and I and I want to share this, um, and this is something I know my mom will not mind me sharing, but um, she was like, because she had wanted to be married for so long, so all of her attention was on just being married, being married, being married, and going back to, you know, the options. You know, there's not a lot of options out there, you know, this and that. And she said, but Marcy, the moment, she said, one day I stood in the living room, and she said, I told God, you know what, God? If I'm, if you want me to be married, that's fine. If you don't want me to be married, that's okay. But I just want my relationship with you. I just want to grow in you. If it happens, it happens. I don't know. And when she said that and she released that, it wasn't like a few weeks, few what, like a month. I'll say maybe a month. She met my my dad. So, you know, God honored her heart desire, but unexpectedly. Here comes our husband, Mm -hmm. and this was a man she dated 20-something years ago. Right. Now, if they had got married then, they wouldn't have been together today. Right, right.
1: And so God knows the timing of everything, and we just have to, everybody's timing is different. Don't let nobody rush you into their timing, but stay in God's timing. That was good. You have to stay in the timing of God and know that God knows the best time for you. Yes. Well, I I just really have enjoyed this conversation, Sister Marcy, and I pray and know that it's helped a lot of listeners, and you have to know your time. And I was saying in February we will talk again and come back on and talk at Valentine's Day for the singles as well, but I really wanted to talk to those around the Christmas time and around New Year's time as we enter into the new year. And so as we close out, I want to begin to speak into your life and begin to tell those on this uh, podcast that, God has something great in expectation – be an expectation for 2021 because you have to, to live your best life now. This is the time to live your best life now, even in the midst of the pandemic. Begin to, like Sister Marcy said earlier, begin to know who you are in Christ. Begin to learn that intimate relationship with him to where you know who he has called you to be. And when you learn who he has called you to be, you will not back down on who God has called to be with you and who he has sent you to be with. And so as you begin to pray, turn your focus and your relationship onto him. And this is Sister Marcy said, when her mother said, Lord, all I want is you, then that's when God begins to show up for her in the midst of her, as far as her husband is concerned. So let our focus be in 2020 on the, on 2021 on the Lord. And as the Lord is our focus, he knows what is best. He knows what he has in store for us. And if you desire a mate, we know that he can give us the desires of our heart as long as we are lined up with him. So I want to pray for those on the line. Father, we thank you for those listeners that are on the line that have been on the podcast all month. Father, we ask that you continue to give them the strength to endure the lonely hearts, the lonely situations that they go through, Father, and let them know that they are well able to overcome all the struggles of the flesh that they have been enduring, yes. Father. We thank you, God, that when they want to be held at night, Father, that you just even allow your spirit and your presence to go amongst them, even on the bed, Father, with them. Father, we thank you right now that you will continue to show your grace and your mercy for those that are continuing to be. In relationships to where they're falling in fornication, Father, and they feel like they're not able to get out. But, God, we know that you are a keeper. We know that you are a strong tower. We know that you are a deliverer. We know that you are a keeper. We know that you are a peace. And, Father, we thank you that that person will not give up. They will not die. They will not take their life. But, Father, we know that you have great things in store for them, and we know that there's a great calling and a purpose upon their life. And so I speak to every listener on the line, live in what God has called you to live then let this be your best life now begin to walk out into the purpose of god for which he's called you to walk in For such a time as this and father we give you all the praise and all the glory and all the honor it is in jesus mighty name we do pray amen 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 again well thank you again sister marcy for being with us for the last couple of weeks and talking with the Spingles, I've truly enjoyed you being on this podcast with me. It's been truly such a blessing, and I know uh, that it has blessed somebody today. And with that being said, before we get off the line, if you would just uh, if you have an email address that if somebody wanna uh, just email you and just uh, talk to you about something, could you give us your email address for those that are listening on the podcast right now?
2: Yes, it's m a r. Q-U-I-T-A underscore T-Y-L-R at yahoo.com. All right. Well, thank you so
1: much, and thank you, listeners, for joining again. We look forward to having you back on the podcast next week. Happy New Year, because we will not hear from you before the New Year, but Happy New Year, and we're excited about the great things that God is doing in your life for the New Year. You have a blessed evening, a blessed week. And we will talk to you guys again soon. Have a blessed and prosperous week. Bye-bye.
0: Thank you for listening to Tasty Tidbits with Dr. Tiffany Watkins. If you're enjoying the show, feel free to subscribe, rate, and share with your friends. To learn more about Dr. Tiffany, check out her blog on Goodreads.com. Or visit her website at www.RenewedFaithMinistriesInc.com Until next time, stay blessed.